Is that like an anime thing? Like what he said? <laughs> what? I just thought I heard like a Japanese style <laughs> voice. Well, starting off the podcast as a racist. <laughs> like <laughs> real quick. Sir. Um, Jared's canceled. Yeah, I'm. Canceled. I will now be the host of the producer podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, it's uh, it's okay. We have editing, but I won't edit that out. So it's. it's oh wait, cool. did you already start it? Oh, I don't know. We're just, you know what we do? We do a rolling start. Yeah. We like, you know, oh. whenever. <laughs> dude, you know what we should do though. I've seen some podcasts where it's like they start it before the person even walks in so there's like hey how's it going like yeah sit down like and they're just in it from the very second that's fucked i don't like that yeah you can just throw me into it i gotta like get in the character yeah character oh shit oh what trademarked do you say that often i just made that that shit up on the spot dog yo yeah i know i mean this might be a good way to just get into a little something yeah I'm, i'm ready i'm ready care where does that come from oh care all right so my my damn should i could get my whole government <laughs> you, mean, you, know, you don't you don't have to but i mean <laughs> <laughs> we're like kind of notorious for just saying too many government names like saying people by their you know yeah, not producer names make sure you call that guy the kid from now on okay i know <laughs> dude what yeah what's I, up with that i was like i heard a lot of the other name you know uh-huh. And it's the, it's the kid now, you know? I know, yeah. It changed quick. I don't even know how that happened. I, I, I'm going to need, like, some lore. Maybe we'll zoom in to the kid, yes. like, like Zoom call, and, you know, see what that's all about. I need the origin story, yeah. So, yeah. care. All right, so this is how it happened, man. So, I think, so, my full name is Albert Carrington Muhammad. That's my full oh. name. Name's pretty long, but my entire life, my family called me Carrie because, like, Elbert is a family name. So oh. it's my dad's name. It's my grandpa's name, my little brother's name. Oh, sure. So he wanted to give me a nickname, and it was Carrie based off of my middle name. I think, like, like, seven years ago when I first started, like, producing again. I, again? Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I take little breaks every once in a while, you know, yeah. like, I'm not like a, one thing about me is like, I, I'm not the type of producer that produces every single day. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I like, I'll take a break for like fucking six months and then I'll make a fucking banger and then I'll not make music again for like six months. Yeah. Um, but back to the name, basically, uh, I was trying to figure out like a name for myself like seven years ago. I was like, damn, what is going to be my like final alias? All right. Um, so I put my like I put Carrie C A R R Y um, into Google Translate, and then the way you pronounce Carrie is K A R like the phonetic. Yeah, and then there's like an accent on top, and I was like, oh shit, that's cool. So for a while I had like care like Carrie filled the accent on top, and then eventually I was like, you know what, like maybe this look cooler if I just took like the accent off and it's one by like care. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, this is a sick name. That's the final form. And yeah, and I've been like, okay, like, hell yeah. What was your first concert? I think I, I think the first concert I went to was Jay Wolf. Jay Wolf. Yeah, Jay Wolf made like 
the song Indian Summer a really long time ago. Whoa. You remember that song? Yeah. It's a classic. It's a banger. Dude, it's like I, not quite future bass. It was really like I don't know, really melodic and really just yeah. kind of like oh, yeah. like ethereal. J A I Jai Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I know who you're talking That's about. That's sick. First show I ever went to. And that shit was crazy because like it was like the Canopy Club in uh in Champagne. I went with like my best friend ever. Oh like and we had like the time of my life. Like their their production for such like a, a college town yeah. in like a college venue was just ridiculous. I loved it. Were uh, you did you like were you visiting friends or were you at college oh, or so I used to live in Bloomington, Illinois, which is oh, like okay. Two hours away where ISU is. Yeah. Um. After I messed up, at, I used to go to SIUC first. So I went to SIUC in like 2014. Uh, my grades were not fucking good, so I couldn't. They suspended me for a year. Mm. So um, <clears throat> that summer, my dad's like, "So what are you about to do? You can't really stay at home." Basically, he's like, "Yeah, yeah you yeah, cannot yeah. stay here anymore." And then um, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going back to where I was born," and I was born in Bloomington. Uh, because my parents like met there while they both went to ISU, um, so I was like, "Fuck, I'm going back to Bloomington." Like, you know, my heart's always been there. Every single summer, I would like travel down to Bologna and like fucking just kick it with my grandma or my cousins and just have hella fun because it's so quiet and like there's like nature and like I'm just super into like kind of just relaxing and just like kind of laying back. Like, I don't really need to do a lot. I like, I kind of like to just you know relax. Uh, so, yeah, I lived there f- from 2015 until I think 20, it was right before the pandemic, so like 2020 mm-hmm. or 2019. And then, yeah, I'm back in Chicago. So. Yeah. So did you graduate from no. there? No. No. Nah. Well, yeah. No. Never going to nah. happen. I'm not like a school person. Like, I'm like. Me neither. Yeah, it was like, yeah, uh, like. I, I want to go back now and do something, but, like, I don't want to go back into school and, like, waste my time doing something. And that, money. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, I think about it. Obviously, I wouldn't change anything because it's mm-hmm. like that butterfly effect thing. Mm-hmm. What were you we studying? Wouldn't, we wouldn't be doing the podcast. Uh, I wanted to study engineering and audio, uh, audio engineering and uh, music composition. Nice. Work. Yeah, so I was going to do what I wanted to do, but, you know. Yeah. Do you need well, a degree for that? Like, you're making exactly. music already, right? Like, yeah. It's like, why? Well, yeah, no, no, no. That's, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you don't need to spend all that money. The reason I was asking mm-hmm. is because you didn't go to Columbia, did you? Fuck no. No, okay. So, like, I saw on your Twitter there was, like, all Columbia kids, and it's just this dude, like, smacking a trash can. And I was just like, yeah, I don't know why that, like, resonates with me, but. It's Columbia just like try hard in the art style way. Yeah. It's like you're paying $40,000 a year to like go to art school. That's fucking insane to me. No yeah. offense to the homies. Y'all look fucking sick. But like. No, I get it. I can I, just sit in my bedroom and learn that shit on YouTube. So yeah, like that's what I'm saying too is like I would not go back. But I did do two years at Columbia. I went to like community college. And then. No, no, no. You're fine because I'm thinking the same thing. Like. The the audio I went to audio uh, engineering school mm-hmm. and like that was cool because it wasn't just like something random yeah and like actually had science stuff mm-hmm. but um 
yeah man it's kind of expensive yeah I and know. like youtube academy is real it's like better and like now ai stuff it's like bro just that yeah and like i think for people to like you know like me growing up i think it would have been easier for me to find like kind of like a mentor mm. because now that like i i taught a music class last september and like one of the girls in the class <sighs> like you could tell she really 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 loves music mm. and uh like when I finally got to the point where I got to see her like kind of sparkle, where she got super excited about music, when I was like, damn, bro, like all I really needed when I was younger was someone to kind of just push me and tell me like, yo, what you're doing is sick. Like, um, yeah. like just keep going. Cause that's really all you need as a musician. Cause a lot of it is just like practice and also finding like resources. You just need someone to kind of just keep you on the right path. For sure. Yeah, no, I mean, I totally agree. Having someone who's like sitting there with you doing it, it would definitely, you know, push you farther. Yeah. I was also going to ask you kind of going back to like the humble beginnings. You said that like seven years ago you took a break. So you've been making music for like a long time. Yeah, I've been making music since like, like I was like a sophomore, junior in high school. Word. And I've been writing since I was like, like I've been writing, I think, since I was, like, in kindergarten, like, writing, like, singer-songwriter songs. Oh, really? Like, yeah. like yeah. lyrics and stuff? Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Music is, like, such a, like, instinctual part of my life mm -hmm. because I remember, like, in fourth grade, I had, like, this teacher that would, um, and, like, I used to go to, like, this public school. This is the first time I, in my life. Fourth grade was the first time in my life I had ever gone to a public school. Mm. And I had a teacher there. Um, just like teaching in some reason she's teaching like the hood and she's taking us on Saturdays to like the Chicago mm -hmm. Symphony on Saturdays mm -hmm. and I was just super into it I was like fuck yeah I'm gonna go I'm gonna get dressed up and go to the Chicago Symphony on a Saturday morning so my parents would take me to school she would take us on a bus there and then um, yeah I would like see the Chicago mm -hmm. Symphony I was like dude this is amazing so I think eventually I found out that they were doing tryouts like you could like apply to like become a part of the Chicago Symphony and like you know get trained under them and you know being the, the, the kid symphony and then um so in fourth grade basically that entire year I basically just like went to auditions on four and it didn't really it never worked out in a sense but it kind of like you know I remember getting my rejection letter and mm -hmm. being like it's all good you know like I'm not super disappointed like I'm gonna keep going and I never stopped making music. Like the year later, I transferred to like a, um, a like one of the best charter schools in Chicago, and I didn't really fit into my class at all. Mm -hmm. And the way that I f honestly finally like broke through was I had written this song called "I Want to Be with You." You know, it was like a like a Mario esque song, like you know, oh. you know, it's like super loving and R and B esque. Oh, and, like Mar. I was literally thinking like Super Mario. Yo, no, no, <laughs> that's funny. And then, uh, yeah, uh, I, I was one day like all the guys used to like drum on the table, and I didn't really feel comfortable with my drumming skills, my table drumming skills. So I was like, "Yo, can like I sing the a song?" Pen drummer people, yeah, dude, the whole class. Off. Really? Yeah, it's like the whole all the dudes in there, and I like I was like, "Damn, I'm not that skilled." Uh, but I was like, you know what, like. I walked up to him at lunch, like, yo, can I sing a song? And they were like, yeah. So they let me in, and I, like, started, like, singing a song in front of the whole lunchroom. Really? And, they, and then everyone in the class, like, was like, oh, shit, like, he can sing. Dude, I didn't even know you could sing. 
Uh, I have actually one song on there. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll save that one for last or something. Sick. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. cool, man. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, it's just singing is like a different level of putting yourself out there. It is. It's like super vulnerable and like, I don't know. You're not just tapping. Bro, also, like, the guys that are tapping the fucking, with the pens. Yeah. That was sick. It's fucking, it was amazing to see. Yeah. I want to do it so bad. We need to bring that back. (laughs) (laughs) The drum line with, like, the pens on the table. That's literally how our fucking performance was for this fucking talent show. Actually? Yes. Like, we had, like, we brought the desk on stage. What? Yeah, bro. Nice. We had a production. We all wore white t-shirts. We were called Triple Threat. What? Yeah, bro. That's sick. Triple Threat. Fifth grade. That's my origin nice. story. Hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Yo, let's uh let's let's rip a track, man. That's it. And let's like, you know, I don't know which which should we go with as like a first little intro out of the ones, I guess. Um if you had to choose, I mean let's do the one I'm working on right now called Let uh Let's Go. Yeah, buddy. Let you go. <laughs> fucking sick dude is that is that kind of the fusion you were talking about yeah dude it's, it's, a dr- it's the drum and bass full work fusion yeah like you take drum and bass from fucking 160 and you yeah. bring it down to 150 mm. with all the with all the moving percussions yeah and the, yeah and it's like i told my buddy it's like this is like the like the 40 minute 45 minutes to your set where you can start playing the weird shit that like the shit that's fucking repetitive but it yep. fucking drives the fucking crowd like yeah dude the the influence on there with uh the acid the little acid kind of going on in yes. the background dude that's so sick yeah, yeah that was cool and like the juke pattern is kind of like that dun 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 like dun 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 like that's like a yeah. chicago like you know yeah. like any f- and i'm trying to bridge the gap between i guess um like electronic music that you know i grew up listening to it as a kid like house and like juke Mm-hmm. And like what I listen to now, and kind of making this like this is like what I can get like black people in Chicago to vibe with because mm. this is like this is like they know what this is it's familiar yeah you know? so 
for sure dude that's mm -hmm. that's really cool are you do, is that the only one of that that you brought or is that like is this like pretty <laughs> i have one more song that i released and it did pretty well too like oh, i had yeah. a few people hit me up to like put it on like uh like mixes and shit like that word yeah that's cool man you're mm -hmm. like you know we met at that uh exit show like outside and i you were performing and I, but you hadn't, you had already performed and we just like, I was like, this guy's cool. Oh, but, sick. But I didn't know like your music at all. And now hearing it, I'm like, this is fucking smacking. And then also the other thing I was going to say is that, you know, you're just like with it, with the community, like mm -hmm. the discord server is something I wanted to talk about because yeah. I think a lot of people are trying to make a good community discord server. Mm -hmm. Um, but you like already have that, you know, you yeah. have a lot of people in your discord that are saying like, and I actually don't even know GM is good morning. Right. Yeah. Like literally I'll be logging on like, and people or like I'll open discord and people are like saying that every morning. Yeah. Dude, it's so yeah, wholesome I mean. in there. The duck posts, <laughs> the duck posts, yeah. the I love duck it. posts, yeah. dude, really quick. Can we explain the duck posts? Cause like, I don't know if I'm just old or something but like i don't get it and you know, maybe you don't you're not supposed to you're not it's nothing it's just me being goofy and it's being like i gotta have something to like funny to put on my server and it's like <laughs> why there's a why is there like the server is so serious but then there's like a fucking spot for duck but we only put ducks and like also the people in the server like the community is called mighty ducks i used oh, to love that movie growing up mighty ducks yeah so like if you uh, see like the tag for everyone yeah, that joins, i saw that today mm -hmm. so like that's like like if you're in the server, you're a mighty duck. You're a mighty duck. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I gotta maybe I should make it more clear later on. No, no, no. I, I literally saw it today. I was like, okay, I think it's coming together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, man. Like I just feel like, you know, how did you start that and also just kind of like cultivate a good group of people? Are these people that you know just like in person? Is it, you know, how did it come about? Um, I think a lot of the time, like I've been a part of some really cool servers. Um. I was a part of like the Mario Jazz server, mm. which is a super cool server. Like I met a lot of like OG like little beat legends, and like I'm like cool with a lot of those cats. Um, and like honestly, I didn't even listen to the music beforehand, but because of Discord, I became friends with them first, and then listened to the music. Like oh shit, like I see why this dude had a, such a huge impact on like other people I know. You know. Yeah. Um. Um. So I was in that server, and I like you know they kind of like brought me in, made me feel welcome. And then I was in another server with like a few other like a few Chicago homies, and yeah, it just seemed like a really cool place, to like kind of network. Um, and a lot of the time in those servers, they kind of get like eaten up by like drama and shit like that. Mm. And I kind of want to have a space where, you know, like where I invite, I curate this almost like I'm the control freak, and I curate the space with people that I know. Won't bring bullshit to my fucking server. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, you know, so I bring the right people in and I try to bring the, like some of the best producers that I fucking know into my server so like we can all feed off of each other and kind of grow. Because one big thing with like the bigger community, the producer community is a lot of people like to kind of like gatekeep, mm. like, you know, like how how things work. And like how they've been doing this for years, like, like the repo music chain. business stuff. Yeah, I was gonna talk about the repos channel, but if you're okay with that, yeah, for sure. I don't know, like, yeah, yeah. It's just I didn't even like, I wasn't even aware. And I guess this actually goes back further, but mm -hmm. I just you know didn't know about it. But like, 
the repost chain, mm-hmm. like the SoundCloud planner and, uh, you know, getting everyone kind of aggregated mm-hmm. to be posting and like trick the algorithm. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. It just, it seems like such a ridiculous thing in my head. Like on paper, it's like, why do we have to do this? Why do we have to trick the algorithm? Mm-hmm. But you kind of, ha- it's like, if that's an option, then yeah. you should be doing it almost. Exactly. Because you know? otherwise you're not competing. Exactly. And like you gotta compete with these people that like like I got on a repo chain for my song Shopping Cart, um, which is like a just like a trap banger that I made in like two hours. Mm-hmm. The repo chain was linked to one point six million followers. Wow. Yeah. It got shared to one point six million people basically that were in those networks. Like instantaneously. Uh, like, wait, so they all shared it or that's sh- how many people it reached? That's when people would reach us. Okay. And technically, but it probably reached more. It probably reached a lot. Maybe mm-hmm. or maybe even less because SoundCloud isn't as popping as it used to be. Sure. Um, but yeah, like it basically allows you to trick the algorithm and like, you know, and get your music heard, you know. Yeah. Like put on people the same way, you know, the song come up on your Spotify suggested is the same way it kind of works on SoundCloud too, with their like weekly playlists and the related tracks. Yeah, maybe we can explain just kind of how it works. Like you mm-hmm. kind of you sign into the SoundCloud planner, yeah, and then you connect profiles. Yeah, so basically, thank you. Uh, basically, I have like a group of like I have like the homies in my server that want to be a part of the repost chain. So basically, I have like maybe like uh, probably like ten people in my repost chain. Mm-hmm. Total, we have about twenty five thousand followers as a whole. Um, Basically, I link all their accounts to this one SoundCloud planner profile, which is mine. And whenever someone sends me a song that's in a repost chain, I can automatically schedule reposts and likes for their song so that they don't have to worry about getting engagement with homies. Because a lot of the time, if you're waiting for your fucking friends to like like share your song and like it and stuff and comment, it's not going to happen because homies just kind of just way too long and it's not even that they don't that they're not gonna do it mm-hmm. it's just that you know people are busy it's like yeah. how, how are you gonna be on top of just oh shit uh whatever just posted like we gotta like and repost like exactly. even if you would do that mm-hmm. it's just like an extra job it is it's a whole like it's a lot of work to do that and to keep up with you know you're keeping up with 10 or 100 different people i keep up with a lot of people with music so like it's just what i do daily is like see who's posting and like see what's popping Mm-hmm. But for the average person, they just don't have time to do that. What they just don't even know, like that is important. How important it is to like you know to share and like because that's what tricks out. Not tricks out them, but that's what makes the algorithm notice. Like, okay, people actually like this music. Yeah, let me like suggest other people. Exactly mm-hmm. opens the door. Yeah. So, you know, you post something, and then immediately it gets reposted onto other people's channels, and yeah. and they like it, and then it also reposts it again right it like continues to post it right it posts it yeah it, it posts on their page one time but it continues to post it like every it'll post it like every like hour for a weekend for mine yeah the one that i was in that was a hundred and like what i mean uh, one million followers yeah that posted my song for an entire month wow with different pages but, like, the real window to get your song, like, on the initial, like, 
daily drop algorithm is like you have like three days to like let the algorithm know like this song's popping. Oh, like it's got to get numbers quick. It got to get numbers quick. Mm. Yeah. And I've noticed like sometimes I'll get like a thousand plays in like two days and mm. like buy this like maybe my song's popping that day. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's uh, it's yeah. There's I got. So I'm saying like when you showed me this, I was like, what? Like, I didn't even know about these this. cats have been like not talking about this for years. Luckily, I got some dope homies out there. Yeah. That kind of put me on to this. Like when I got on the discord. Like, yeah. oh, this is what we're doing. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you're just, like, posting to no one. You're posting but, to the void. But, like, so for the 1.6 one, if you don't mind me asking, like, how did you get on that one? Like, how did that come to be? Oh, because, like, one of my homies, uh, he is part of a bigger label. Mm. Um, he's, like, he's, like, a sister label to the big label. Mm. Basically, like, he gets... Since he like knows like the like the founder or whatever, whenever like something gets posted on his label, uh, it gets it's basically getting posted on the big label as well. So it gets like uh, it gets put through the repo chain. That's it. Have you ever? Because th that sounds like a business basically. Like no, have it you is. ever thought about you know what your repos chain could become? Like you ever think about it like that? Nah. Or this is just for the homies. This is for the homies. Like for now, yeah. um, you know, I just want to make sure we can win and. I mean, if I win, we all win. That's what I like. Yeah. If they win, I win. You know, like we all win as long as we can work together. Yeah. And kind of trick the system because the system's not really built for us to win. So, all the yeah. homies eating. Everybody can. Everybody's eat. eating. Yeah. I don't gotta like no, compete like with nobody. Yeah. Like. So I like going through SoundCloud. I see nothing but reposts. Right. Like just finding an initial like post from somebody is, I mean, one out of every twenty <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, that's right. Rare. Um. Is it fair to say it used to be artist gates? If you wanted to download like a free track, you had to repost it, right? Mm -hmm. Are most yeah, of like what I'm through. seeing now like repost chains? Like I think so. Really? Yeah, definitely wow. repost chains. That's why SoundCloud's kind of ruined because of like the repost yeah, chain thing. A little bit. Yeah. So and yeah. it and that's the downside. The kind of because since it's right. not tight knit groups of people, then it gets ruined. Yeah, by just, like they're posting bull crap. Yeah, because you can pay into some. Yeah, for sure. You can literally pay somebody to you know, pre-post your song, and it doesn't really have that much of a quality control. It kind of, there's been like this concept in my mind lately where it's it's the thing that I was saying before where it's like, if you're not doing this, you can't compete. I heard someone saying something about how like influencers, like beauty influencers, like if they're not using filters sometimes it's like they can't even compete as well it's like the same thing with like steroids or something like you can't like compete with someone who's on steroids at the same level they're literally taking a performance enhancing drug yeah exactly so but these things where it's like i just feel like we need some regulation in them because i don't think that they're inherently good they don't, they don't add value they just exist and mm -hmm. it's almost like oh well if you're not doing that then you can't compete and mm -hmm. it's this like scarcity mindset mm -hmm. but like the people that are making these tools like need to i don't know right it's the same thing i feel about like the ai stuff it's like oh if you're not like doing this ai trick like you're falling behind and it's mm -hmm. like i don't know is that is that good i guess what i'm saying is like maybe we just need some someone to like think about this shit more and be like eh, maybe we like pull this one back or like mm -hmm. like the companies like soundcloud maybe exactly can they do anything about it i don't know it they it's their tool 
they created they that made tool. it yeah they made sc planner they made sc planner yeah I was gonna wonder. I was wondering why the integration is just so good. <laughs> yeah, they fuck. They put like they probably put their money into it and made it. And yeah. it's crazy to think that you have to do all of that. You can't just have quality music. They won't put you on like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand how it works yet. Mm-hmm. But like some people are building like organic fan bases, like by a lot of hard work and yeah. posting a lot, and they have like good communities on like Twitter and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I just came way too late into the game to like do that. Just like the to touch like the last point on this because I just think it's an interesting and I think mm-hmm. a lot of people might not even know about it. Like yeah. I didn't know. Um, is that when you were explaining it to me, you were saying like how on the side of SoundCloud yep. where it's like related artists, mm-hmm. you kind of want to like get it so it's it's suggesting people that are in the same like whatever uh exactly chains so then not even chain but more so the same like genre or something like like musics whatever exactly like i want people that listen to me to listen to like this other homie too because he has dope music as well or she has dope music yeah you know um because it like actually is gonna connect people to music that they probably will like opposed to like mm -hmm. just you got in this huge repost chain and now your profile is like it doesn't know what to do yeah. with you. At that point, I feel like it's almost like an echo chamber of just a bunch of people reposting, like, re- and getting their shit reposted, but mm-hmm. it's being listened to by kind of that same circle. Exactly. Right? And that's, so it's not, I hit that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I hit that, like, that whole wrestling where I'm like, oh, I don't really care as much anymore because I'm kind of getting the same people. Yeah. And I need to kind of, that's why I'm kind of working on new music because I need mm-hmm. to expand into a whole different, like, world where, like, I have my like, you know, my foundation now Mm -hmm. and now I can like grow from that. Like I, you know, so. So it's, I mean, you have a clear plan for like SC SoundCloud. Like it's, you know, you got that whole down, but like, do you have any plans for like how you release on Spotify? Like, is there anything that exists like that for Spotify? Uh, I think you can also do SoundCloud playing on Spotify too. But like, I'm not there yet. I don't really understand how that works. Like distributing from SoundCloud to Spotify? It's not distributing, but you can do like a like a repost planner or something like that for Spotify. I just haven't looked into it yet. Oh, like playlists or something, or like something like that, maybe. Maybe like probably pre saves or something like that, because oh. you know that's how the Spotify algorithm really works is that they have like pre saves. Yeah, like a lot of these big companies are literally just using bots and stuff to like, like you know, get you on the top, you know, uh, yeah. forty. And then after that, as people hear and it's on like you know people putting on the TikTok and stuff, then it organically grows. It's so weird, like. You got to start off fake and then organically grows. Yeah. So like, let's keep going with that because the yeah. fake thing is the thing that I think puts off a lot of people like, oh, what? why do mm-hmm. I got to do that? But like, do, do you kind of feel like, you know, you got to pay to play a little bit? Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Cause like yeah. my buddy was literally like, I have a buddy that, um, that works for universal mm-hmm. and he has a super dope job. He does like, he's like a sound supervisor for universal. He's worked on some really dope projects and he's been helping me work on my sound design recently. In terms of like making like creature sound designs and like cool, yeah. kind of like re- right now the project I'm, I'm supposed to be working on is recreating a transformer transforming. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But basically me and him had a session last Friday and he was telling me basically, he's like, basically you got to pay to play. Like Submit Hub is where you should be at right now. Mm. You should be paying people to, like these big labels to listen to your song. And if they like it, they'll put it on your playlist or they'll release your song on their label. Mm. Like you have to pay. It's not, this is not free. 
even with like you know Instagram, like yeah. to get promotion and stuff. Either you can get makes the most. Either you're maybe like that lucky person, and you know your content will pop off, um, by you know just like you just get lucky, you know. Yeah. Because the algorithm will like pick it up randomly, and then like you have a billion plays, and it's like, oh, people like this content. Just went listening. viral. Yeah. Exactly. Or you got to pay the money for like YouTube, like promotion, so we can start pushing it. Yeah. Like there's this YouTuber, uh, Marksman. I remember I was just chilling on YouTube. I, I watch a lot of YouTube. And when you, whenever you see someone s- slowly starting to pop off out of nowhere, most likely they're paying for, for ad, like paying to get their uh, stuff on people's like pages. They're paying for reach. Yeah. And then because like you, it puts you in the right demographic. Mm. Like this podcast, you would want this to be, you would pay a certain amount of money to get this like suggested. Right. Right next to, you know, on people's like side YouTube bar. Yeah. And then boom, now you're getting like a thousand plays per podcast interview and and then it pays back itself later on. Like it's right. like an investment. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't uh, yeah, I think I've just like been naive for a long time. I mean, I've known about the, you know, paying it, but there's like so many different platforms. I've also you know, I've it depends. Like some people give different advice to like I've heard people being like, "Oh, like don't use um what was the the thing that your friend suggested to use the the thing where you're like sending it to labels submit hub submit hub yeah, yeah like i remember someone telling me not too long ago like oh don't use submit hub it's like a waste of money and it's like all right well if what is it if your music isn't good it's like for sure and then also there's a bunch of different things you can do on submit hub there's like feedback mm-hmm. right like and it's like do you need feedback like I, I don't want feedback yeah i just want you to like listen to it and if you like it then you know, let's do this thing. Yeah. But I don't need you to be like, oh, well, the scenario was a little too hot on that one. I'm like, all right, cool. I don't care. Exactly. I feel the same way. I'm like, I don't really care about you. But I'm it's like, just like, what I'm saying is I feel like you can get swindled easily mm-hmm. into being like, oh, I got, I'm going to pay money. Like, and do it this way. Mm-hmm. And, oh, wait, that's not actually working. You know what yeah. I mean? You got to be very savvy with this shit. The way that I just, I watched a video like a week ago. I was talking about how uh, Brent Fias, um, I guess I think I forgot what it was. I think how he popped off or how he got in like a like a like how he picked his tour spots so he can make money on tour. Basically, all he did was he fig- he figured out what cities were listening to him the most on Spotify. So you mm-hmm. that and that's easily available. You I can go on his yeah. page right now and see it. Um, and then when it was time to put the ads out for his show. He made sure that the ads were being suggested to those areas. Yeah, that totally makes... I have a friend that does that for tours and stuff. Mm -hmm. And see, that feels like a very physical payback. Like you filled this many... Or you sell this many tickets, you get this many people in the door. Yeah. You're making money off that directly. He paid $30,000 up front. Yeah. You don't know if you're going to get that back. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that is a lot of money. and. Yeah. Like him and his team put $30,000 up front to like be like, let's put this out on uh on uh like let's just let's just run these ads and then yeah. boom, and it paid off for him, I guess. Yeah. So long. I need like a YouTube dude to like like a guru to be like, "All right, this is how we do it." Cuz I really do feel like for that first little push at least, mm-hmm. it's like you just got to get people viewing it. Yeah. Otherwise, no one's even going to know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all something to think about. I feel like I talk about this sometimes on the show because I'm 
trying to figure it out myself. Mm -hmm. And each platform has its own different, like, whatever nuances. So, anyway, oh, if wow. anyone knows YouTube really well, let me know. <laughs> Shout out Mr. Beast. <laughs> yeah, yo, Mr. Beast, hit me up. No, <laughs> he's like doing the craziest shit. Um, yo, let's uh, let's run another track. Like, I specifically though want to talk about, um, you know, your your album or pr yeah, album flowers for you. Sick. Yeah. Do we ha we have some tracks from that? Yeah, we got a track. Uh, it's called Her. Okay. Yep. Baseline and soundstage, so fucking good. Oh, yeah, yeah all those, the reverb tricks and yeah, stuff. All the vocals and the and the little birds tweeting. I mean, dude, that was that was really cool. Appreciate it. I yeah. definitely know what you're saying about just being like, I like the chill. Like that felt like one of those tracks where you're just like, yeah, laying like a, in the grass, chilling. Yeah, it's like a like a saying, you know, you're just at like a you know, <clears throat> I really want to record this video of me to kind of just being at a park and kind of just recording. Know, different parts of a park and be just laying around and just kind of just walking around and just being by myself and just being like yeah. this is my kind of what I hear because a lot of the sounds in there have been things that I've recorded so uh, mm. like uh, when I moved back home and uh, like in 2019 I had a lot more time to like do what I want to do so I think the first things that I did was I bought a pair of audio technicas and I bought a zoom recorder mm. and uh, I used to work uh, at an Amazon downtown. So when I would commute back home and I would get on the train, um, I would 
I always bring my zoom out and I record the sounds of like the trains coming into the, the tunnel mm-hmm. or me just on the train kind of kind of just like kind of ambiance of that. Yeah. And, and like really put him like putting the listener into where I was to where I am. Yeah. There's something about doing like those um, field recordings that mm-hmm. just capture the space. Like it's not like you could do reverb and stuff, but it's just not the same. It's not the same at all. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I have a couple questions actually. Um, mm-hmm. Who's her? Who's her? <laughs> nah, there isn't really a her. It's, it's like just one of those like because it's because ba- I wrote that. Well, okay, there is a her, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's this girl that uh, yeah, it's this girl that I kind of had a thing with. Lat, well, actually, like maybe longer than that, probably like a year and. Probably like a year and a half. Never really turned into anything, but yeah. I remember the first time that I saw her when I moved back to Chicago. And, you know, we're talking. She's like, she was like, I don't know why you reject spirituality so much. You know, she was like, I feel like you would really get into it if you like try it. And I liked her. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I should try this and see where it went. So I started meditating. I started going to therapy. Started getting more into like zodiac signs and stuff like that and kind of just like, just more spiritual things. Yeah. And uh, one night I was watching the movie Her. Mm. Um, and I think it was with Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was watching that movie and it had me feel like this, like really like I felt red inside, you know, I felt like so warm. Mm. And I think that night after I watched that movie, I like made the song Her. The the music in that movie, I will say, Arcade Fire, Arcade Fire is really good, and that's that like one a, on the beach. Mm-hmm. That track is sick. So that's basically like another ode to that movie and to her for like kind of changing my life in a way. For the yeah. Better. Do you um, you know, like subscribe to any specific spiritualities slash like, I mean, meditation is really great too. Yeah. Yeah. I, mostly just meditation right now. Kind of just like what kind of meditation? Um, because there's so many different kinds. Mindful, like, mindful. So I just yeah. kind of like G- like kind of general. Yeah, just general. I'm not like super deep into it, mm-hmm. but I kind of just do a lot of like breath work, working on my breathing, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I would do more breathing techniques now, but the mic's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> Take us through a breathing set. That'd be yeah. sick, actually. Yeah, I love all that stuff too. I've I got really into. Well, actually, I just really want, you know, those he- healing bowls. I that, thought about buying one today. Dude, I want those. The quartz ones. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've been so close to buying a set of them. It's like $500. I'm just like, what? why do I? I got every time I'm just like, I don't need this. Where am I going to put this? Like, <laughs> but it would be cool. I don't know. Yeah. Also sampling that would be dope. Hell yeah. Maybe one day. That's mm-hmm. definitely like a bucket list thing. But What's um up? No, yeah, man. I, I was just curious. Like, mm-hmm. that was a good question, though. It, I liked it, it. Yeah, it seems like you got that. Uh, what's his name? Like the transcendental. Did you ever read uh, Into the Wild? Mm-mm. You didn't read that in school. No. We we had to read that, but it was all about this dude. At least his like philosophy was like. I think his name was William David Thoreau. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Nice. Yeah, I don't really read though. Like, <laughs> I'm not a I, reader. I spark notes did. <laughs> yeah, sure no, I definitely didn't happened. read it either. <laughs> I like watch the movie. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's just I don't know. It's like that going back to nature thing, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like you kind of 
at least with that song, kind of embodied that feeling for me. Yeah, exactly. Dude, if you haven't done it yet, I imagine in the next couple of years, you'll get a cabin for like a month or two and just make an album while you're yeah. out there. Yo. Like the, the fucking dream. We're in the yeah. cabin. We are. Yeah. Yeah. We're <laughs> you can cabin. rent. You can come here. <laughs> I'm waiting to like, once I start making a little bit more money for music, I think within the next, like next year, I'm just really, I just really know like something's going to hit. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's going to be mu- what it is. My like visual art and my music, what is, whatever's going to hit, something's going to like find the right place. And then I'll be able to do music more often and kind of just do cool things like go out to a cabin and record. Yeah. Cause like I would make a, such a dope project, you know, and yeah. I don't really care about quality control. I mean, I do like I mix to the T, but, but, uh, I don't really care about finishing songs. I'll just fucking like make a song and like I said in two hours. I make sure the mix is decent and then I'll just fucking release it because I don't really. It's no reason to really hire music because like none of us are that important. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's real. That is very real. Yeah. How do you uh, do? You ever worry about just like the loudness of it, or you just like? Oh yeah, I'm, you gotta I, get it smacking. I, I watched your other interview, and yeah, if you want to know loudness, shit, I can tell you everything. Like, it's pretty easy. It's just saturation. I, I feel like I'm always asking about that, but yeah, it's like that's what I'm saying. It's like you just put like a saturator because it's loudness over time. Limiting mm-hmm. anybody. What do you mean by that? Because I actually um, because like what is it? Um, like the Luffs thing is that you're talking about? It's basically kind of like that, but like more so. Mr. Bill talks about this briefly in a in a video I've watched. Basically, um, I would say do this, like get a sine wave, operator sine wave, basic, and just get, put a saturator on it and then boost into it and you see what saturation does. Oh it, yeah, yeah. It adds harmonics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually watched a crazy video of Mr. Bill where he does that mm-hmm. and he was talking about this dude copycat, you know him? I've just been hearing about Copycat recently. Yeah. Yeah. He has like a specific way of doing his bases where like he'll like analyze it on this oscilloscope and kind of just look at the waveform. And when it like starts squaring off a little bit, that's when you like got that magic subtone that you can Whoa. hear. Like you can hear the low shit on like a sub, but then you can also kind of hear it on your phone speaker or something. I've been like getting into like that, that recently. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. Mm-hmm. But it also kind of depends what medium you're going to be playing your shit on. Mm hmm. Like, I love that, like, pure sign tone, but you can't hear that on your phone. Exactly. You got to have, you got to have, like, upper harmonics to, like, kind of give it character. Yeah. Like, I learned that recently when I was, like, how do I get, I was, I think I was used to putting my basses maybe a little bit too high up or maybe too low so where I couldn't hear them. Mm-hmm. And, like, my speak, I have, like, Adam A5Xs. Oh, and yeah. And they only go to, like, I think, I think it was, like, 52 hertz. And I was, like, how can I make my sub bass um how can i hear my sub bass without like making it louder and i was like wait mm-hmm. if i mm-hmm. put a, like an overdrive on my sub bass and i kind of try to bring out the upper harmonics as much as i can so i can hear that part yeah and i know my low part will be setting nice too so when i play that shit live it'll be busting like it'll be like like rocking the room yeah yeah so. no that's real I think I like know all these things. I've heard them so many times. I'm just like, there's got to be a different way or so. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like complicating it for myself. It's no, it's literally nothing. It's like, just got to like, I don't know. Saturate. Yeah, yeah for sure. This saturate that shit. And, and compress. Yeah. And compress. And compress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compression is like super important. I learned that now. Oh, yeah. 
dynamics dynamics are cool but if you're making hard EDM shit like like dynamics kind of like having too much dynamic range kind of what kind of gives you less wiggle room to make it loud you know like yeah it doesn't push that speaker as hard yeah like if you have less dynamic range like everything's mm-hmm. hitting like you i have some songs right now that are hitting like negative three luffs and that's insane they're so loud yeah it's so fucking loud yeah and like it's because i'm hitting negative three luffs and like i don't know but like <laughs> i study a lot of people's mixes and stuff like that to see how i can get the loudest possible for sure so the loudness is important to you even though like oh hell yeah yeah no it's like for a long time i just didn't understand that like the loudness has a sound and like i've i've known this for a while now but i'm just for like a long time when i was starting out i was like oh like that's how that shit sounds so forward because it's literally pushing like when you look at it on whatever like a some kind of scope like you see it at the the border like nothing else is getting past that and that's why it sounds so cool mm-hmm. like yeah but let's talk more about um this album oh sick yeah my yeah, album. yeah yeah we kind of <laughs> we went down the producer rabbit hole <laughs> <laughs> um, um but yeah like what's going on with that when's when's that coming out um so the aim is for july like middle of july mm. i'm still kind of working on how i want to do promo because for an album like that i really want to do some cool promo um, I have some ideas because um, it's flowers for you. So it gives me way more options to like kind of, you know, promote it. Like, you know, um, but, I, might, I might have some sauce for you. Hell yeah. I could show you after the show. You know, those videos where it's like, I, mean, I don't know. This is, I was just thinking about this. But you know, those videos where it's like iterations of an image and it's like these like AI I guess generated in that sense where it's like a picture and then it's like every frame is like a new picture and it just transforms into something new. Yeah. I found this shit that like you can put that stuff into and I could just see a picture of like a flower like transforming into like a That's what I've been thinking. Some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a visual I've been like kind of thinking about. Bro, I I got you. We'll do it after the podcast. Hell yeah. So sick. Yeah. But yeah, so Mm -hmm. like what's the idea for it? You know what I mean? Like what's what made you want to do an album and not just singles? Because I have done, I think last year I released, I think, 34 songs. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Damn. They're all on SoundCloud, but like now I'm trying to get everything on uh, streaming services, like other streaming services. Yeah. Um, But the original thing was like I've wanted to release an album for a really, really long time. So I've been building up tracks for the last five years, just building up music. Um. The first time when I was creating an album, I was going to call it uh, The Ballet Project because it's going to be based off of, like, you know, ballerinas mm. and, like, the beauty of, like, you know, like a ballerina kind of being, like, burnt out. Uh, we need to unpack that more. Yeah. How did you come to that? I don't know. I just, I actually, I do remember. It was because this, um, this album that I really love called uh, Of the Mysterious Voices by Diversa. Mm. On the album cover, there's, like, a ballerina kind of just standing there and it's all in black and white and uh a few years ago diversa basically like i think his mental health went to shit and he has schizophrenia so he hasn't been able to make music and i kind of want to pick up where he left off in the music so that's why my chords always so low and dissonant and like kind of like almost melancholy yeah because like that's what i learned from the album i've listened to that album over a hundred times to kind of like figure out how he was doing what he was doing because mm-hmm. there's no music 
that I think is just so emotional. And the way he like he like pushes tension is just like it's a definitely somebody to listen to if you want to learn how to like use tension. But anyways, um, I named the ballet project to kind of be an old to diverse project uh, mm-hmm. because I love diverse music and a lot of the songs on that album were influenced by diversa. But as I like kind of grew into my myself within the last three years and my own style, um, and I started going to therapy. Um, originally, the album was going to be called Inner Child because mm-hmm. a big thing that I learned in therapy was to kind of, uh, you know, like um, in the type of therapy that I was doing is basically kind of confronting um, your inner child in a way by saying like, Basically, your inner child has experienced a lot of the pain you you, you uh, experienced growing up. And um, as an adult, that child comes back out to protect you yeah, as a defense mechanism, which <sighs> makes you kind of react in ways that aren't particularly ways you would handle it now. Yeah, like you've built up mm-hmm. these defense mechanisms. Yeah, and the inner and, child is one. And know? they're not serving you as an adult, maybe. Exactly. And they're not serving you anymore. And I think the album is about me kind of, um, kind of letting my inner child kind of soothe and let it know, like, yo, honestly, like, I'm okay now. I can handle this. You don't have to protect me anymore. Like, I'm a doe now. I can handle my emotions. And even last night, it like a part of me came out because like I don't really smoke a lot, but I smoked last night with my roommate something came out I remember I was like man like I don't feel like I fit into I told him like I don't feel like I fit into that studio room we were at um about a about a month ago he was like why like with the people yeah the vibe I was like they were all like you know they were all uh, they all play instruments and I didn't and I was like and I had to and I thought back to myself for a second I was like wait I had to reframe that I was like hold up I did have a lot in common with them I'm a musician too like I produce, they produce, they probably mixed their own projects before. They've made albums. They love music. I picked the one thing that I didn't have in common and kind of fixated on that instead of pick kind of like focusing on like the actual things we did have in common. Like and um Yeah, like reframing that. Yeah, reframing and like I think the inner child in Flowers for You esque like title was about kind of like reframing myself to kind of, I guess, be more positive and also like show that like the beauty that I feel like I feel inside. So like flowers for you, is that like kind of for your inner child? Yeah. It's like, like giving a, flowers, like the metaphor of, you know, oh, we got to get flowers. Kind of. It's like, I forgot my reasoning recently. I was going to name it like inner child for a while. Yeah. Um, But something that's made me want to change the flowers for you to make it, I don't know. It could still be a, you know, it's still yeah. a work in progress. It is, it is. Yeah. Um, I get what you're saying, though, about that thing where a lot of times someone will ask me, you know, uh, like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, like, I, you know, I make music. And that's normally not the first thing I actually say. But, like, we'll get to that. And then they'll be like, oh, what do you play? And I'm like, ah, I don't, you know, I just, like, make beats. And, like, I, I play the computer. But it's kind of not the most confident tone. It's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I'm not like a real musician. Mm -hmm. But there's no rules. 
Exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, there's like music theory, but yeah, I don't. You know what I mean? That I, I get what you're saying though about that, where it's easier to find that thing that's different. It's kind of like the thing where we focus on the negative because it's like a survival mechanism, mm -hmm. almost where it's like, oh, well, that's that's negative. I got to watch out for that. Exactly. Like when you see someone dislike something. Yeah. On like in social media or something, you know, you shouldn't pay attention to that, but it's that's easier for our brain to think about that and be like oh shit like all the people that are like yo this is fire mm -hmm. it's like you're gonna focus on that one thing that someone said that was like this is whack yeah i noticed that too with my instagram post i noticed that if i if i uh kind of express how i've been feeling bad more people will react and also engage in my posts mm. so i have a lot of posts i experimented with that i was like i wonder how like how I and it feels good for myself to express how, like how bad I've been feeling. Yeah, but you know, like I don't know, like people resonated with it more for some reason. The negativity, it's authentic, man. Yeah, it's got to be what it is. I mean, people resonate with authenticity, right? And I mean, whatever that looks like, if that's how you're feeling that day, I mean, I feel like that's ah, uh, I see, right? Yeah, yeah. If you're not, you're not putting up any charade or you know hyping up what you're doing it's just your true self yeah 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 that's a good way to think about it because mm. like i maybe i kind of understand why people kind of maybe negativity in a way is more authentic because that's like kind of is raw like this is like a you know like when you're upset about something you know we try not to show that at least as like probably americans we try not to show people it's, we're it's upset. not really like going back to that inner child thing like yeah you showing that you're upset like anger for example mm -hmm. it's like not a socially acceptable mm -mm. thing not at all like you can't be out here getting all pissed off and yelling at people because people are gonna be like what the fuck is going on yeah like even like people do that but i'm just saying there's a stigma socially even like yeah i've noticed as a man like when i express my emotions in any type of way that maybe isn't the most calm way like, especially it used to happen to me a lot at work, and it kind of still does. Like, when I would, like, express that I did not like the way our system was being ran or mm -hmm. that I felt like I was being done wrong, it was more so, like, why, why are you bitching about this? Like, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, damn, I'm just expressing how I feel. You're kind of, like, yeah. I don't think men are, honestly, a lot of the time allowed to kind of have emotions that are, I guess, softer. Mm-hmm. Guess, that's real, that's, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still, like... Yeah, no, it comes off as, like, the the aggression from, like, a dude is just, like, more intense, maybe. Or, like, I don't know. Like, it just has, like, yeah. a more violent nature. Or yeah. Something. It, just because, like, dudes are normally bigger. Mm. I, I don't, don't even... I don't even think it's maybe, that. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe that's, like, a different offshoot. Yeah, I think I'm more so talking about, like, kind of, like, like, men crying or men being emotional in general. Yeah. Like, I see a lot with my new co-worker... The, um, the stoic yeah like my boss is like really she's pushing him really hard and oh. he he's like you can see that he's like visibly like emotionally upset but they keep pushing the same stuff on it and like do you not see that he is like like breaking down like he's but this is me for viewing from the outside i don't really know how he's feeling right but like do you not see that he's emotionally upset like why can't you keep ignoring that he's uncomfortable Right. Like, and I think that a lot of time that happens to men because we're just like society wants to kind of just take and kind of just move on. 
And no, nah, it's not like that. You can't just, we can't always keep sucking up our feelings because then you got guys going out there and like <laughs> yeah, committing dude. heinous crimes against the yeah. public. And you're like, well, why did that happen? Well, maybe because like the system literally just built us to be fucking monsters. Yeah. Like it's like, and it's not like the system is built by us too. Like, For sure. We got to kind of break that stere- those stereotypes and stigmas. Yeah. I think that's another reason probably why it's called Flowers For You because a lot of the album is me kind of digging into like my more like my softer side a lot of the music is so beautiful mm-hmm. yeah can we play a song yeah i was just gonna say let's do it uh it's called hunger dreams i made this one my my buddy uh my buddy jay vinyl me and him make some of the most beautiful music shout out jay vinyl yeah I felt like some Zelda shit. Was that your friend playing? No, I just found a sample that I really this liked. Is a fire sample, yeah. yeah. I think he came up with some nice chords, and then I kind of like arranged it and kind of. I like to like mess with tension, so I want to create like cool tension using like water and like kind of like mm-hmm. a little string sound and stuff like that. But yeah, nice man. Yeah, this project's cool, man. Yeah. Is any of it out or? Um, is any of it out? I have one song out. You what? No, it's not really a technical. No, not really. It's like maybe like there's something on SoundCloud type yeah, of deal. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like yeah, no one knows that it exists. So like I'm not even gonna be like yeah. I'm just gonna wait till album drops and like redrop everything for sure. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you about like performing because mm-hmm. I know you do some DJ stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what would performing something like this be? I actually tried it out. Um, at the end of February at a show I played at Dorian's. Oh, yeah. No, I I wasn't there, but I saw the homies were posting about yeah, it. Yeah, the homies were there, and it was sick. Um, I took a really big leap by playing some of my softer stuff. And, uh, yeah, it, I think it didn't really work in that setting because it's like 10 p.m. at a bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, playing yeah. Hunger Games there, it's like, whoa. It was like... This is going to put us to sleep. But um, I think once I'm able to play like a bigger sound system and for like a festival during the daytime, like, you know, mm-hmm. and I can really kind of like sh- 
kind of use that song as a way to tell a story for a set. Um, I think it works in that context where I'm like, I'm telling stories. Yeah. Uh, kind of reminds me of some like Porter Robinson type of deal where not necessarily that it's the same type of music, mm-hmm. but that he'll, you know, put on something that's really grand and like beautiful and then go into something else that's more of like a dance track. Or, exactly. Yeah. I was thinking Lido too. Lido. I haven't oh, heard of Lido. Oh, I'll send you some of his stuff, man. I so, think he's, he would be a big inspiration point for you. And so, a lot of what you're showing us. Yeah personally it resonates with me that's actually this tattoo i got on my arm is one of his albums and really yeah so, thank you yeah he's yeah. dope oh so besides diversa diversa yeah. let's say say it. I, yeah. I like know who that is but you know how it is with soundcloud there's like you've heard these names and you're like yeah like i know who that is yeah <laughs> but um anyone else like right now that's a big inspiration um I think like is there anyone I listen to daily? I I'll also say that I feel like sometimes when you're in like a really creative mode or yeah. like you're making a lot of stuff, sometimes I don't listen to actually that much stuff besides my own Ooh. stuff where I'm trying to like figure out how to yeah, do it better or whatever. I guess I think right now who I'm inspired by, I mean, I listen to like a lot of like um, it's like a lot of like ambient and jazz music the last year. Mm. So I guess I've been listening to like a lot of Tim Hecker recently. Mm. And then uh, Tim Hecker makes really cool ambient music. And uh, he has this song called, I think it's called Transmitter, I think, that like anyone listening to this should check it out. It's like really a beautiful, really beautiful song. And it's all ambient, but like I remember just taking a shower listening to the song and the reason it was so beautiful is because like you have like the soundscape on the outside, but on the inside of like the you know the soundscape, there's like this little static, but it's totally random. Mm. It sounds like you know like <laughs> the inside of like a like a light socket, oh. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just goes on for like about I don't know. It goes on for a while, and it was just like super inspiring to like kind of be like, oh, I can make something where like you know have one element that kind of just like is hidden behind but it's also on the student like center stage you know mm-hmm. um so that and highest coyote like my favorite band ever oh really yeah 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 they get I, some i know them yeah they they have some really technical songs so in uh in february right before i played that show at dorian's i actually got to jam with them in portland so it was pretty crazy whoa how did that come to be discord man really being on Discord and like I went for a Discord meetup with a couple homies from the Martin Jazz server, and uh, I guess one of the guys in Heidi's Coyote that's touring with them, um, he's like homies with some of the guys in the server. So we pretty much hung out. Um, um, we pretty much hung out like the two days they were there. And then on the last night, like we all go back to the studio, and then they like the band pulls up, and with like the background singers and everything and we just like jam out to like from like 12 to 5 a.m whoa and like it was like a crazy night like i have videos and shit and it was just like well so what were you were you guys like were you like on the computer like doing still like engineering type of deal like jamming with them like do you also something i wanted to ask is like are you did you play any instruments like because i know you were talking about the symphony thing that you, you no i don't play any instruments at all okay yeah so 
Um, I just sang a little bit. I did a little bit of singing, a little bit of like kind of James Brown that stuff. Oh. Kind of where I tried to get people just more so moving and kind of like just doing things that were kind of funky. Get on up. Yeah. Like. Yeah, exactly. That's what I kind of like. I don't know how I can contribute because I'm with someone like some amazing singers. Yeah, at that point, you like don't try to do what they do. Exactly. Because I can't keep up. So I did my thing and it like it kind of worked out. And people were like, oh, I really like what you did. Kind of like add a little bit more energy to the room. I was like, sick. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's just, cool. Yeah, it was so sick. Like, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like legendary. They're like kind of like, I remember in, in school, I was like always like, snarky puppy and hiatus coyote those were like yeah the dudes doing like the wildest like music theory just technical stuff they are yeah and like i really want to know more about, i really want to know more about their process i asked like the drummer parent i was like we his name is parent yeah parent parent yeah parent oh. i was asking parent i was like yo so I, I listened to your tape note and your tape notes interview, and that's another podcast. Oh yeah, I know, I know tape notes. Yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, good. I, was like, I listened to that, and I was like, dude, like I learned so much from there. And he's like, dude, there's so much more that we can get to discuss, and just walked off. And I was like, mother, I was like, you asshole. Really? Yeah, he just walked off, left me on a cliffhanger. I was like, oh okay, sick. I was like, it gives kind me kind of, of mysterious, like that. Yeah, I was like, what <laughs> did you guys do to create this crazy? The first album is just honestly, um, it's way too good. Yeah, I need to like go and give them like a good listen. Yeah, sometimes music like that that it's like so technical. I'm like, wait, hold on, my brain isn't ready for mm-hmm. this. Like, I need to be in the right state of mind to like ingest it. I the first time I listened was like, um, I went out with some friends and like we got like some acid. So we, uh, um, I only took like half a tab of acid. And so it didn't really affect me, but it also drained me. So I remember I called off work that day. Um, I woke up, went to like the store, got some snacks, put on like Die Hard on the TV, put it on mute. And I remember my ex-girlfriend, she had sent me this this album. She was like, hey, listen to this album. And I was like, okay, she's like, let me listen to this today, actually. This seemed like the perfect time. So like I roll up a joint, I lay on the couch, and it's like raining outside, you know, like it's super gloomy out. So I open the shades and, you know, you got the sound of rain. There's no sound on the TV and I'll just play this album. And then it changed my life. I was like, whoa, there's so much more I could do. Dude, that's, that just makes me want to like do that more. I find that it's tough to find the time mm-hmm. to just listen to something. Yeah. Because mostly because of like the mediums that it's just like, oh, I, Someone sends me a track on like Spotify and then I listen to that and then it's like over. Exactly. Or, or like, I just don't think like I'm going to put on this album and really just sit here and listen to it. It's almost like a, just an older thing. Like it's just, I wouldn't say it's fading away, but mm-hmm. it just you made me nostalgic about wanting to do that. Cause like when I was in high school or something, I would just sit there or like before bed, I would like listen to something on my iPod yeah. and just listen to the whole thing. I didn't know, there was no like, oh, how do I make this? It was just, this is fucking cool, you know? Exactly. I need like, to do that sometime again. I've been doing <laughs> a lot proper, more. Yeah. yeah. Like on my commute a lot of the time. Commutes know? are the, dude, yeah. Yeah, like if you're walking the dogs and you really- Hell like, yeah. Like, let me put on a nice ass album. I really want to make an album called Music for Dog Walking. That's just for me, like while I'm doing my dog walks. I don't know what the genre would be. Probably just like some 
funky, like that'd be so jazzy, uh, hip hop beats type of deal. That'd be sick, dude. That sounds like I would love to listen to that. And the, and also when you're making that kind of stuff, I know this isn't like about me. I'm just thinking about it now. But like <laughs> making hip hop beats is just fun and easy. There's not really like mm-hmm. just like yeah, fuck it, just whatever it is. I don't know. There's it's less stress for me when I'm like trying to craft a song. Yeah, whatever. It just feels different than just making a quick beat. Yeah, that's that's how I feel about ambient music because you can really just do. It's way more fun to make sounds because like drums are where. You know, a lot of times when you put drums in the mix, that's when, you know, things get a little <laughs> bit more like you got to worry about rhythm and groove and all oh, that yeah. shit. And I'm like, I don't, sometimes I don't want to care about that. I just kind of just want to make something that just sounds cool, you know? Yeah, we should listen to another song, but really quick, I just wanted to ask. Yeah. Um, one of your songs before, I forget which one it was, was really like swung. And yeah, I just am curious how you go about getting your swing and like getting that groove uh i think that song i so i got the like a kind of like a percussion loop from my buddy woot newt Mm. shout out woot newt woot newt is like one of the 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 best producers like ever he's just so talented it can do pretty much anything yeah um but i learned a lot from him like by listening to his drums listening to his like i guess grooves he makes yeah but i found a groove that he sent me and I kind of like cut the, all the like the low end off of that loop. And then in Ableton, there's something called track delay. Have you seen track delay before? Yeah, yeah, like on the actual track. Uh, like on, on the side. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, if you can use track delay to kind of like you know put a metronome on, dude. Yeah. And then offset the shit, and then that's how you get the swing. Because that's now how. Things I, are like, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, I was just curious because like, I've also heard about doing shit like that too, where it's like you start kind of with a something yeah that is already groovy and then you start putting stuff on top of that and then maybe you get rid of that piece or or you keep it in whatever but like yep and i think i also i think i drummed it in with my i think i did the kicks with my hand Mm. to get that like realistic feel like that's what it's like yeah it's like yeah i just did a lot of it by hand and kind of got that more natural feel Mm. and yeah i I always just like to ask about that because it's to me the thing that's the most like important I, it's all important but like to me when i hear like a really pockety like weird groove i'm like whoa like yeah. how do i even move to this where i'm trying to figure out how to move to it i'm yeah. like this is cool yeah. obviously there's a point where it's too disjointed mm-hmm. but i don't know man i just think that that shit's the the real sauce sick and i have a song yeah, yeah let's rock one um we'll be in the sky do we have that so this is kind of like that polyrhythmic stuff. Mm. Yeah. Okay. This might be kind of loud. We don't have that one, I don't think. Oh, rats. Um, is it on SoundCloud? We could listen to it, maybe. We, uh, what songs do we have? We got uh, BLE, uh, High Love, um, Lullaby, Sakura, Without You, and You Found Me. Let's do... Let's do You Found Me. It's a remix of The Fray. Dude. Oh, nice. Yeah. Dude. Oh, hell yeah. Frey was my first concert. Really? It's random. Yeah. 
Dude, that was wild. I would have never thought. Oh, it's still going, hey. Everyone ends up alone, losing I, The only one who's ever known who I am, who I'm not, who I want to be. No way to know how long she will be next to me. You found me. so fucking sick <laughs> yeah. yo i mean this is all the good tunes but that that one fucking hit me yeah. i don't know what it was it was like the call and <clears> response <throat> with uh just kind of in that section right there yeah. and the vocals and then that fucking beat switch up in the second second half of it yeah right just that little like cool groove you got going oh mm -hmm. that was sick man yeah. that was really cool that felt like kate Renata made like a fray remix yeah, and then dude. with some that's what I'm going for. Dude. dude that's crazy though i would have never imagined that track that way no one you know what i mean that's yeah. what's so cool about it to me like yeah. wow that's wild mm -hmm. that was really fucking dope man yeah, yeah the swing on that was wild too yeah that one that's all handmade <laughs> I, I like the how the one kick drum like on the three or something is just not there or maybe it's the four yeah it's yeah, like dun, it's, dun. yeah it's like it's that was a cool rhythm i was like oh let me like do house but like without a kick and then like oh it sounded cooler yeah, like, yeah. Kind of like keeps you suspended for a second. Yeah. yeah. And did you like <clears throat> get an acapella for that? Or like it sounded like kind of a classic like hip hop chop I of think, the fray. Oh, wait, what do you mean? Like the, the like maybe it was just the sample that like eh, or the eh, eh, like oh, that eh, part kind of eh, felt eh. like chopped yeah. a little bit. I got that from a panty pack, a panty sample pack. Word. And it's like he just has all these like cool fucking like loops. Yeah. A lot of time I rip a lot of my like I have like a few sample packs, like the Monty Booker pack. Oh, He's like Monty. Pandy. I think I only use their packs really. Monty yeah. Booker and Pandy. And I like I'll find a loop uh and then I'll just like chop and I was like, Oh, this beat sounds sick. Let me put the fray vocal over and I'm like, oh, it <laughs> fucking sounds good. Let's go. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Did 
Is that like a quick track? I feel like I made that in two hours. I was gonna say, yeah, that feels like one of those quick whips where you're just like, yo, I didn't realize that this would smack, and we gotta finish it right now. Yeah, I just did it like I was like, it was like probably like two a.m. and I was like, I'm gonna finish this right now. Do you do a lot of that like late night producing? Yeah, my biggest song on SoundCloud, not not late night, but like quick hits. Uh-huh. like my biggest song on SoundCloud right now that we have, um, I make that shit in two hours. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I gotta. I, I want to ask real quick. How many of your whips turn into a finished tune? Do you try and finish most of them, or do you have like hundreds of just files kind of chilling? I'm not really like. I don't. Since I don't produce a lot. Like I said, I take a lot of breaks. Um, I think a lot of my whips end up just being songs. Cause like Hunger Games is basically a whip. Cause I could make it longer, but who knows that it's not. You know, who knows that it's not a finished track. Yeah. You know, so a yeah, lot like of short and sweet like that. Kind of short and sweet and like, cause like, you know, we don't, every song doesn't need to be four minutes. Like a lot of the songs now are like two minutes and like people, what I learned from like posting on SoundCloud when I, I posted this scissor remix, that was like the first thing that popped off for me like a year ago um, or yeah, about a year ago. Um, and when I posted that, I didn't do any mixing or anything. I just kind of was like made the song and I sent it to my buddy. Like, what do you think of this? And he ended it up being like, yo, you should release this right now. And I was like, okay, I guess. I released it like that like that day, like 8 a.m., a thousand plays in one day. Like, mm. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, okay. And yeah. I was like, oh, people don't really care about quality. Especially on SoundCloud, I feel like it's all about that uh, arrangement over mix type of deal. Arrangement, yeah. If you have a good arranger, people, so people have hit me up like, dude, I love your composition. I was like, mm. what? Yeah, or just like, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where it's like people, at least like other beat makers, see through maybe a non like super polished, like everything's perfectly mixed or whatever. Exactly, yeah. And I don't care anymore. I'm like, who cares? I feel like that kind of lends itself to the more organic sounds mm-hmm. that I've been hearing, at least, where it's yeah. not like crystal clear. It's kind of yeah. a little, you know, it's like a little dirty. Yeah, purposely, it's like let's make this shit like kind of muggy. Um, cause mm-hmm. I can make it, if I can, I can be like, my dubstep shit is like fucking <laughs> so crisp. I'm like, sometimes I just don't give a fuck. I'm like, who cares? No one, they, no one can hear it. Yeah. How yeah. often are you making dubstep? Do I have a dubstep song in there? <laughs> <laughs> um, I know you're good, like homies with Dink and I know he makes a lot of crazy, not dubstep necessarily, but like, yeah. just kind of like that more bass music. Uh, I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, I'm pretty good at it, honestly. I love Wait, those I think I might bleh. You should play bleh. You want to hear some shit, dude? Yeah, right, cool. I'm fully ready. Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be wild. This dick is nuts. <laughs> what country are we in? Your mama's vagina. <laughs> Excuse me. Alien abduction music. I made this for like a fucking rem- a remix. Uh, what is it like a remix competition for Saruta? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
I should play Apex. Yeah, yeah, that'll go. <laughs> was that you? I knew I heard yeah, that. That, me. that uh, <laughs> sample in there, the video game, like, beep, the the talkie. Is that from, like... I don't know where I got that from. I was just fucking... I was sampling random shit. I was sick. Yeah, that was funny. It was one of those days I was like, I'm about to make something so fucking absurd. That is some range right there. I didn't know that you had it in you. I got a lot. I got to <laughs> yeah. do everything. Every single thing. <laughs> Word, man. Well, I don't know. Like, I think we listen to. I, I, I really just want to like hear some more tracks after that, and then Sick. we'll, uh, you know, we'll call it a day. Sick. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What we got. We got um. High love, lullaby, Sakura, and without you. Let's do. We can either do high love, Sakura, or lost without you. Who do you want? I kind of want Sakura just because I love that word. Who, but who did the original I'm, on this? It says Care Remix. Uh, Camouflage. Nice. So curious, anything to say about this one before we rip it? Two-hour joint. Just I a just fun made, little... Let's go. This is my biggest song on SoundCloud right now, yeah. Hell yeah, let's go. Ooh. Oh, dude, I heard this today. Yeah, I was listening, yeah. <laughs> Sick. That one was like real quirky, like with those sounds. Yeah, it's like super weird and like bouncy and like pretty. Very bouncy. Yeah. It felt like some of the sounds were like, hey, like come over here and like just yeah. like get lost with me over here. And then you like bring it back. It's like, it's like everything's trying to like take you away and then bring you back almost. Yeah, like the tension thing. Yeah. yeah. I think that's like one thing I'm good at is like tension. I think mm -hmm. I don't know. Just 
They should have put me in the Chicago Saints fan. They fucked up. <laughs> they fucked up, dude. They fucked up. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. And I feel like, yeah, you do do that really well when it's like every, like, whatever, like eight bars or something. It feels like there's some kind of, like, <laughs> background tension, like, going on. And then there's a release. And then you're kind of back in. Mm-hmm. And it keeps your brain in it. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, what's coming next? Exactly, yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It's just arrangement yeah yeah my roommate helped me a lot actually my roommate benton shout out ben ben makes crazy ass music Hell like yeah. he's so fucking good he makes indie shit but like he'll like see me making a track here like you should like change this and it's always one thing so that's how i figured out the juke dmb stuff because my roommate was like mm-hmm. yo you should try this and then he's like well you should make the drums like like crazy and i was like oh let me just put some juke drums on this shit and then that's uh, so i've been like Mm. Every time Ben comes in clutch, Ben knows. Ben Ben knows. Ben actually knows. Well, let's let's do our little wrap up question. You know, I asked you what your first concert was, but like most like game changing, mind blowing event concert you've been to. Ooh, ooh, that's you, could, a, you can think about it for a second. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh. I saw Kiefer live. Kiefer Ian? No, not Kiefer Ian. It's Ke- the, uh, Just Kiefer. The pianist. Oh. Kiefer. Saw him live. It was. I had never seen people so hyped to hear jazz. This oh. was like at Sub T, I think like last year. I pulled up after work and I was by myself. And the way that people, that jazz people like music, is the same way people at EDM listen to like EDM. Like they were in the same way almost, you know, like everyone's moving you know like that changed the game for me i like i want to make more like jazzy stuff so i have some jazzier stuff too i have like a jazz track and everything mm. uh-huh. do you what kind of jazz was it like if you could mm, i don't really know how to describe it probably just new age jazz yeah it wasn't yeah. like bebop or like nah, <laughs> it was just like he's playing keys you know you got you know you got all these guys playing different instruments and they're just kind of just going in the whole time yeah, kind of battling each other in a way. And the, the people that were like liking the jazz, they were dancing. Oh, uh, just like, like you know, like you know, like the you know, swaying their heads, you know, moving their shoulders, like kind of. You could just tell they were, they really like were enjoying the show. They were locked in. They were locked in. You don't see that a lot of shows. Sometimes you can go to the show and like, you know, you got people just standing and blah blah. blah but like there, everyone was just was so happy to be there. I think you get that a lot with jazz stuff, mm. more so than you get with like uh, um. Uh, you get that more of like, I guess jazz like that more than you get like EDM, which kind of sucks. Well, EDM can get a little clicky. You know what I mean? It's like, oh no, you listen to dubstep? Like, yeah, I can't. Or like, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. I feel like I weirdly think all of it's cool. I mean, I do too. Yeah, like, when I go to a show, I'm like, yeah, I'm happy to hear everything. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, like sometimes I won't be dancing though because I'm just kind of like, "What is this?" And I'm like, "It's like thought provoking too." There's those concerts too where you're just like, "I don't understand this, but I'm gonna like ingest this." Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've had those moments. Um. Oof. Yeah. I don't know. Not recently. I saw Heidi's Coyote live. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I saw them live. And that was. I was it wasn't game changing because the sound was so bad. Oh, it's, it sucks. Yeah, it's the worst. But hopefully, I, I'll see him in Chicago next week. So hopefully, the sounds good though. At yeah. the riff. So. Oh really? 
they're playing at the Rivera. Fuck, that sounds cool. Yeah. Word, man. Well, dude, I just want to say thank you for coming over and doing this. This Hell has yeah. been enlightening. Hell yeah. I'm glad. I got I got a lot of good stuff out of this. Yeah, sick. We got yeah. some hopefully got some highlights. I will say that care cares. <laughs> I do care. Yeah. Yeah. You're a caring person. I try. He's a care package. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually about to change my artist name to Care Package. Yeah. So people can actually find me on fucking, on like, what is it, the SEC? SEO or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. SEO. Yeah. I'm like, I just have to like optimize my, uh, my like name so it can be found. And like Instagram, my Instagram name is already pretty cool. So I'm like, I might as well just use it everywhere. Even though I hate it. I hate you it. You don't like it? Care Package sounds lame. You could just keep it as care. You don't know. have to do anything. Exactly. I don't have to, but like, it's like with, uh, like with Apple music, they won't like, they won't like my name on Spotify has like the, like the fucking, the punctuation on it, but oh. it does not show. It only shows my Spotify and Apple music. So when I post some songs to Apple music, oh. they never put my music on the right page. Oh yeah. That's the worst. I have my YouTube page is like not the right music. Just like, all right, whatever. I guess I got to contact someone or exactly figure that out. Yeah, I like care.package. It kind of reminds me of like, uh, I don't know, just something about the sound. I'm thinking of, uh, do you know who Eugene Cam is? Mm-hmm. You know that name? I don't know. Anyway, it's just like, it's kind of cute. It makes it cuter. I don't know how. It's care.package is like, yeah. oh, that's kind of sick. Little package, little, yeah. little gift. And it's like it, it kind of works, but like with promotion and stuff too. Like it's easier to promote like a yeah, care package. Like, like, here's the care pack. Sample packs already made. Care I literally package. already I have a sample pack that I'm probably gonna release within the next. I have like some promotion ideas for the flowers for you project, and I think that can all like feed into it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Got to get like a sixty day promotion plan. But yeah. We'll I see. I stopped doing this, but I used to do it all the time. Any shout outs to people? Like we've already done a couple shout outs. Like Ben. Nah, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, nah, I'm not gonna shout out any of you. Nah, I'm joking. Um I'm sh- shout, shout out, out uh Carolandia. Shout out that is actually one shout out everybody in Carolandia. Y'all are some real ones and don't invite no weirdos to my server. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need nobody dropping links in my I changed my settings. Some dude came in oh. and just dropped a song in my in my general chat. I changed the settings. Like you have to have the Mighty Duck role to post inside, oh. post a link. So yeah, and that now is that doesn't have a role either. So yeah, he's fucked. <laughs> he's out. He never said anything else. He I got like, shadow banned. <laughs> he never said anything else after he posted the song. Cause I was like, oh, you were here for one time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of banning. <laughs> You're a big <laughs> fan of banning. <laughs> Thank you for not banning me yet. I've just been kind of lurking in the background. You okay? No. Been, yeah. You got the, you... I'm going to get more active though now that you know we've had this interaction. So I don't yeah. get banned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I want that. I want that badge, man. I want a mighty, be a mighty duck. duck. Yeah. I think you already got it, but but I'm, I'm working on it. We got. I got to get my server boosted up so we can get some emblems. You know, so everyone oh. has like. Cause I have a mighty duck uh, emoji right now. Oh. I gotta start using them more. And I got the Johnny emoji. I mean, the, the kid. The I gotta kid. change that. <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> got the kid emoji up in there. This shit's gas. Yeah. Um. Wait, what is the Is it just a picture of his face? Yeah, it's a picture of him, like the Halloween night costume. Oh, dude. Fire. Shit's hilarious, bro. Wait, wait, wait. Not the, the Y2K thing or no? Yeah, the Y2K thing. Okay, yeah. Where he, not the, the Halloween sunglasses. I was like his... knew exactly what he meant. <laughs> Soldier boy, he got yeah. a, a snapback and all that. Yeah, I was like, Oh, this man is like, so I use that as emoji because it's so funny. It's great, yeah. yeah. But I want to get more emojis of people. 
I've been doing this thing at work where I just fucking take all my coworkers' faces and like turn them into like emojis to use as reactions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like for the server, just to like send back to them. Oh, at, at work, at work, at work only. So like we'll have oh. like our team chat and I'll just like, like yeah. put a fucking emoji of my boss's face in there. It's hilarious. Is this like a Slack thing? It's or no. It's like it's like team, Teams, yeah. It's like oh, Slack. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Microsoft Teams, yeah. I feel you. Shout out or, Microsoft Teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not actually. Like, Discord's the GOAT. Yeah, Discord's sick. Um, and then, anybody else? Um, oh, yeah. Shout out to Kid. He's been super supportive. And, like, he definitely, um, like, kind of got me back into, like, you know, caring about music again. And, like, DJing, he helped me so much. Mm. Um, shout out uh, Baskets. Um, no, Boss... Dude, I cannot say his name. Basquiat? No, he's in my server, bro. He's so cool. His name is Bostic. Oh, Bostic. Shout out Bostic. That's the fucking homie. Word. He's like, he's just like, he's super active on SoundCloud. So I invite him to the server and he's been like, kind of like, you know, being around all these like cats that are trying to like get on and like, you know, are super hungry. Kind of makes me want to kind of try a little bit harder. So I've been trying hard. Yeah, it's good to be around people that are like trying to do cool shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, shout out all the homies. Yeah. Yeah. Where can people find you? Oh, you can find me on SoundCloud at uh, K-A-R-E dot P-K-G. Um, you can find me on, honestly, every social media um, at K-A-R-E dot P-K-G. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Word. All right. <laughs> leave. <laughs> Go. <laughs> I'm about to leave. Get the fuck out of here. Protect not you. Ears. Not you. The people. Yeah, wait, we got to do our slogan. Yeah, we got to do a thing. Protect your ears. Back your shit up. Back your shit up. Also, the last one, the Agent O one, was Boom Shock. I don't know Shock. if that's like an official, but should we think of a slogan real quick to like add it? I'm, we're getting like a running list of slogans. If you had to care, cares. No, all that. Be can't. careful. You know? oh, be careful. Yo, there it is. Be careful, yeah. but with a K. With a K. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, guys. Be careful out there. <laughs> <laughs> right, peace. All right. Oh. <laughs>